This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. You want to talk about Drake London, especially in comparison to the other rookies, because I came out with like an early flag plan during the in-season charting. Like, I bumped Drake London all the way up to eighth overall. Uh, he is in a tier by himself right now in my dynasty rankings among the rookies. By the way, that that's that's going to change for sure when I do the next update. Like Olave and Wilson both belong in tier 2, the big ass tier behind Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson who are in their own tier and I think I think that probably I don't know. I mean I think that should probably remain the the way it is right now, but man, I I love Olave, I love Wilson, so I'll say that's going to change, but um, there's definitely some, you know, some chatter from folks about Drake London and, and the production in the offense. Where do you come down on the on where London should rank among the rookies and just kind of the heat check on him right now? Yeah, just like you, I had him as my one coming into the season. Um, a little a mixture of I'm oh God, I'm such not like a measurables like height weight person, but like he he does have that frame, that like big body frame, and I, I thought he was like a, a decent technician coming out of college as well. That went underlooked hence a lot from reception perception being like all right he can still run routes um but man it's it's tough to it's tough to go week in week out watching chris Olave and um garrett wilson ball get those like score some points look great on the field and then turn the channel and watch drake london on the falcons it's it's gross it's gross it's hard to watch and i i think in terms of talent it was almost coming into college. He was kind of in a tier of his own. And then you saw like Olave Wilson. And I think they've almost been a little better than advertised, especially with like Garrett Wilson. He's, he's kind of just dominated in man coverage, dominated versus yeah. zone press. Like things I didn't really expect a ton out of him that it's probably getting a little murkier for me. Um, I, I I think they're kind of right. That was That was the question I had is that he was in his tier of his own in your rankings that I was like, do you still, do you still hold that thought of like, he has like a good block of separation between those other two wide receivers, or if he's maybe kind of started to muddle with the three. I don't think he has that, that stranglehold. Like I honestly think at this point, like there's no reason that anybody shouldn't prefer Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave just straight up over Drake London. I think that they're, they're like, I think if you like it's an argument right between those three and I think by the way those three I feel confident are in a tier under themselves among this rookie group like I think I when you're yeah. just sitting down and ranking the rookies those three from a real life NFL standpoint and therefore because of a fantasy standpoint dynasty standpoint I think those guys are in a tier to themselves like I think what I did with Drake London is 
you know, number one, the in-season charting data early in the year was was awesome. It was better than I expected, and I had high expectations. Um, and he was at like those first five games, he was averaging just about eight targets per game. Like he had that sort of stranglehold on the target pecking order there. He had two touchdowns, was averaging, you know, just uh just about 12 yards per catch. Like he was basically what we thought he was gonna be. And then like he kind of went the way of Kyle Pitts, too, where the the targets weren't there, you know. And and this is the thing about the the Falcons offense, man. I know that we're all tilted about uh, Olamide Zacchaeus. I saw Jeff Bell uh, from Football Guys put out that like Olamide Zacchaeus is the first Falcons pass catcher to hit 90 yards. It's all the way in week 12. Like it, it is kind of crazy, but like the Zacchaeus plays work. The Demir Bird plays work. Like I think Arthur Smith's a good play caller, play designer. It's just like he designs plays for everybody. Not just Drake London, which is tilting, but um, a lot of it's the quarterback play, man. I mean, Marcus Mariota, God love him. He has been pretty – he has been, I think, the worst – like, I, would you say he's, like, the worst starting quarterback in the NFL, non-Zach Wilson division? Non-Zach Wilson and Baker Mayfield division. <laughs> well, he's not starting anymore, so, like, you don't got to worry about I'm saying, about like, uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, that's a good point, right? I'm talking about just, like, normal NFL quarterback. Zach Wilson's not a normal NFL quarterback. Yeah, Marcus Mariota, and I mean, depending on what week of Andy Dalton you get, I think he might be in that conversation True. as well. But yeah, no, it, it, people. Both those teams could like, win the division, by the way. <laughs> but that's that's almost the concern for me is like the Falcons are almost winning their way out of a good quarterback, if that makes sense. Like they're kind of winning their way out of like the. I know you don't look at like too much of the rookies, but like they're kind of winning their way out of like Bryce Young or CJ yeah. Stroud when a lot of people. Totally expected them to be like a bottom three team with that pick that kind of adds to the concern i guess for me looking at looking forward with drake london where but but then you look at chris Olave and garrett wilson and it's not any better yeah yeah exactly like garrett wilson the jets are they're they're a playoff contending team um th- now i think they could make a move for like a jimmy garoppolo i think they could even get crazy and make like an aaron Rodgers trade but you know for sure like there's no there's no rookie quarterback coming in next year to save like Garrett Wilson. I mean, Mike White's like our best hope right now. Chris Olave, damn, damn Saints don't have first round pick next year because they traded up for Chris Olave in part. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's kind of like a they're all three of those dudes are in like nebulous long term quarterback situations. I think I've made the switch in my brain almost that I'm, I think I am Garrett Wilson over um, just just so because too. he's he's just done it. He's just done it so well with zach wilson which is almost egregious that you're like able to put up those stats and then with mike white and like with flacco he was just bawling out that I, I think i'm probably comfortable just making that move over that he's proven to me like winning against all this success rate versus zone man press whatever you want we've seen it from garrett wilson it, it may still happen for london that he's got that top 10 ceiling but like i i can see it right now with wilson i'm just gonna take what i know yeah, a hundred percent. I feel like when I update the dynasty rankings, which I'm gonna do here in the next couple of days, um, I, I think I'll probably have Wilson. You know, as a, you know, it's like a top ten dynasty receiver. You know, uh, like probably right there where I have T Hig- like around where I have T Higgins and Drake London right now, and then you know Chris Olave probably right there with those dudes. Like, I think I'd straight up rather have all of those dudes. London, Olave, and Wilson over, you know, Higgins, Metcalf, Waddle, Pittman, and um, Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, all the guys there. I think I'd rather have all three of those guys. Yeah, and uh, for, just for reference off of, like, where consensus, there's Drake London is sitting at wide receiver 15, 
Wilson's at 17 and Olave is the highest of the three. He's at 13 already when you look at like consensus nice. ranks. So Good. yeah, he's a shot. I was a little shocked to see that. So he's already the top of the three. And I mean, it's good argument uh for that but yeah the center you'd be higher than all three then and i this give me i almost put him on the show doc to talk about him but i've never been the biggest t higgins fan and i'm not going into that today but i i Ooh. agree with you i i think um i think t higgins and adk it's worth holding like they they seem to be a little bit more talented as route runners than both of those two i'm totally fine with that i think that'd be a great spot to put him this this class has exceeded my expectations with wide receivers that I'm just fine to buy in. It's such an awesome group. And especially Chris Olave, man. I mean, I'm glad to hear consensus. I don't know anything about like consensus ranking stuff like that. Um, people always bring that up in the discord. I know I should be better about this. I have no, I just, I don't know who cares uh, to me. Just means you're confident good. in your own rankings. There's no, oh, no I, need to look at someone else's if you're comfy <laughs> where you're at. I get especially for dynasty. Cause there's just so many different sources. Like you can, listeners can let me know like what they like from a, from a ranking standpoint. Cause I, I don't know what to use to like weigh myself against consensus sometimes, but that's why you're here, Zach, basically. Um, the, I'm glad that, but my point is I'm glad Olave is up there because that dude is just like a stone cold baller. And I think, I, I feel like there's still people out there who have questions about like, Oh, is he really a number one wide receiver? Yes. Like he is, he is legitimately that good. He's doing, all of this with you know the husk of Andy Dalton, okay? Like he's a he's a great player. I admittedly don't know what the hell the Saints are gonna do beyond that, uh, like beyond this year. But anyways, selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Um, last question here, just on the rookies. Who's like your, after that top three, you know, we haven't seen Jamison Williams yet. He's the next rookie um, uh, that I have in my rankings. Let's put him aside for a second. Who is a guy that you think maybe is not going to enter that tier, that tier of the three just to themselves, but, you know, maybe is the guy who, who I mean, I guess it would be Jamison Williams if we're talking about that, but like kind of just give me like a couple rookies that you have like a flag plan on or you think uh, I am I am too low on so far. I think, right, my flag, you asked me in this couple months ago and i would have said sky more easily because he was my one of my favorite wide receivers coming into the draft but he's kind of taking some time to come along i think you're the wide receiver that you're lowest on that i would move up is 
probably Christian Watson. Oh yeah. Well, um, don't exclude yeah. Christian Watson because I haven't I haven't done the update yet. Uh, he will definitely be. Where is well? Since we're talking about him though, I, you know, I wrote in the in the notes developmental wide receiver, but has Martavis Bryant upside and is paired with uh, Aaron Rodgers. I've I've made the Bryant comparison a lot on this show and other shows. What's a like? Where's a good spot for for Christian Watson right now? Because like. I definitely think he belongs up with like Sky Moore and Jahan Dotson for sure. But mm-hmm. I mean, is he up there with Burks and Pickens and Williams or, or or where? No, I'm I'm with you with it. I think a little bit of his game has kind of been unsustainable with the touchdowns. There's a lot of questions in Green Bay, the same as like all these other teams. I think you're I was since the beginning, I thought your Martavis Bryant comparison was spot on. He's like an electric vertical receiver. He's very quick with the ball in his hands, but his route running is a little suspect when you get those breaking routes. Like I don't think he has a full route tree. I don't think he can handle like being a true, true number one. I don't really see that a lot in it. I think he would go really well paired with a technician. I think if there was another receiver on the other side of the field, he would just eat that up. Um, But yeah, I think he sits right there. I, I like slotting him in where like right in between like deandre hopkins mike williams both of that Mm -hmm. like kind of like that volatile well hopkins isn't a volatile too he's just up there in age but kind of where i have like mike williams where like there's going to be games where he wins you a week but then there's going to be games where he just disappears off the face of the earth and that's kind of how i view christian watson and i think that like mid 30s is a good spot to have him but i think there's a lot of excitement around him right now where people probably have him up of like Oh, are you putting him above Traylon Burks? Which a question in itself. They're kind of too similar, where they may not be the best technicians, but they're athletically like incredibly gifted. But I, I think I put him right there, right, right where you have. I put with the rankings pulled up, like Mike Williams, Jerry D, and your your Jerry Judy Cortland Sutton back to back. I think he slots uh, yeah. in there I for mean, me. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry Judy Cortland Sutton. I guarantee I had to be pretty low on Cortland Sutton uh, and Jerry Judy from a dynasty perspective coming in, like it's in terms of consensus. Oh, so. incredible! I I'd gone back and forth. I looked at it and I was like, does he have Sutton too low? Should I bring up Sutton? And I was like, oh, we haven't really seen it. I'll just we'll just wait. And you nailed it, spot on. Yeah, the hesitancy with the Broncos offense really killed your rank nailed that ranking <laughs> I mean, look I didn't I was not high on this on this whole situation but I didn't I saw a stat from Field Yates that like they're averaging the lowest points per game uh, the lowest like since the 2000 Browns which by the way Doug Peterson was on the 2000 Browns Doug Peterson current coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars 